It's time yeah. to talk about, I mean, let's be real here, a game of the year contender. Yep. Not even going to lie. That is definitely the case. For sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For sure. Hello. Welcome to this week's episode of Season Lamb Check Up OVA. It's a podcast where we have conversations about video games, anime, and manga. Hello. I'm Jared, joined as always by Doc Allen, Lady Um. Hello. This is episode 329. And it's time for us to talk about Resident Evil 4 again. Mm-hmm. For the second time. The second time. Uh, you know, back in March of 2019, I was like, man, I should probably play Resident Evil 4 at some point. So I drove to Al's house. <laughs> I, to, I drove 10, mi- 10 miles, 10 hours <laughs> to her house. And I was like, hey, can I come play Resident Evil 4? And she was like, sure, come on in. Let's play Resident Evil 4. <laughs> And that's that's the story of how that happened, of course. That's how it went down, yep. A hundred percent. No 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 lies here. <laughs> uh and we talked about that game in March of twenty nineteen on episode hundred and eighteen of the podcast. You know, we we hung out, we did that together. We had some kitties fighting in the background, you mm-hmm. know, just the normal things that happened. Normal things. So you know, we had an opportunity to talk about the original game, the story of it and everything. Uh and the thing that I kind of came away from it was like, you know, like I, I understand the the people who are you know very adamant about this game, very high on this game, mm-hmm. but but for me it just hadn't aged well for someone playing it, you know, fourteen years after the fact, right? So that was that was kind of a disappointment, and you know, four years later now we have this remake. Mm-hmm. That they have rebuilt from the ground up, basically using the RE engine. It is kind of based around the gameplay of the 2 and 3 remakes, 7 and 8, all of that. But it's Resident Evil 4 again. Yes. Just different-ish. Just different-ish. Which I know you were, like, when this was announced uh, last year, you were... It was announced last year, but also it has been, like, heavily teased for a few years before yeah, this. Yeah, Um, You were excited but skeptical. Correct. Going into this because we'd seen with the two and three remakes how they are kind of more more serious in nature than their predecessors had been. Mm-hmm. So it like in, in Resident Evil Four is a very different kind of animal compared to Resident Evil's one, two, and three, and Code Veronica and all that sort of stuff. I would include work. Code Veronica in that. Code Veronica has some really silly story bits in it. Okay. Well, in terms of like, you know, this is way more of an action game. No, 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 you're right games. on that. You're right on that. And and there is a lot more silly stuff of in nature in four compared to most of the other Resident Evil games prior yes. that had come out prior to this. Yes. Um Absolutely. So it's it gonna be interesting to see, especially like if this game really keeps that that lineage up, or is it going to make it a more serious Resident Evil four? I was worried was like, about this. Up until the chainsaw demo, yeah, literally yeah, yeah, yeah. like what less than a month ago. Yeah, <laughs> I was still worried. Like, oh no! Like, what? What? Are, what's? Are they gonna like undo what I like so much about Resident Evil Four? Because mm-hmm. like there had been stuff coming out like of like you know previews of it and everything, and like one of the big things that came out of the previews was like, oh, the dogs, you can't save the dog anymore. So like a lot of people were like worried about that aspect of it. Like you know, if they're changing that. How much more of this game are they going to change? Mm-hmm. Uh, and like you said, I think a lot of people's fears were kind of alleviated once that Chainsaw demo came out, which was essentially 
kind of a remake of the original demo that they put out, you know, for the GameCube, PS2, everything else that they put a demo out of Resident Evil 4 4, where it's just kind of like the opening bits of the game up until the village section where you get the title card and everything. And of course, the thing that everyone was very curious to see is if once the end of that village section happens, is does Leon say the bingo line? Does he say the line? The one of the most iconic lines from Resident Evil Four, and yep. you know, at the end of that demo, he says the bingo line, and everyone I think was kind of just like, "All right, I think, I think there's, I think, I think this is going to be okay." Yep, that that's exactly what my brain did. Is like as soon as I heard that that was there, I was like. It's fine. This is this is gonna be fine. Mm -hmm. And yeah, we have a uh, we played through that demo a month ago or so, and now we have both played through the actual game. Mm -hmm. We played the together of Resident Evil Four. Um, we probably do, won't go do, into like do the voice, do the voice. Well, they don't do the voice here, so dang it! I thought you said they did if you do the original soundtrack. Yeah, but that's the original soundtrack. It's not the new stuff. Uh, we probably won't go over like the story that much because, you know... You know the story. And we've already talked about it, so it's not like there's a whole lot that's new here. Like There's mm -hmm. some some slight changes here and there, but like for the most part, it's still the Resident Evil 4 story. So like, Right. If you want to hear about that, go listen to the older podcast, and we'll talk about it there. Right. Uh, but before we dive into all of that, let's talk about the development of this game. Okay. Uh, of course... This game came out on March the 24th of 2023 for the PlayStations 4 and 5, the Xboxes, and the personal computer. Mm -hmm. It was a worldwide release and everything, but let's talk about the development of the game. Of course, the original Resident Evil 4 was released for the GameCube in 2005, and then came out for like a bajillion other systems. It's on everything. It's, it's on, on everything. Fridge, probably. It's on your calculator, probably. Who knows? <laughs> it's like Doom at this point. Uh, I was thinking Skyrim, but... Also Skyrim, yeah. Uh, development of the remake reportedly began around 2018, led by the Studio M, led by Studio M2. Capcom brought the development in-house in early 2021, led by the Division 1 team, with many staff members who worked on the 2019 remake of Resident Evil 2 returning for Resident Evil 4. Uh, producer Yoshiaki Hirabayashi said he found the idea of remaking Resident Evil 4 challenging as a result of its popularity. Kazunori Kadoi and Yasuhiro Anpo, who worked on the Resident Evil 2 remake, were selected as directors. Kadoi supervised gameplay elements, most notably how to use Leon's knife and its durability after encounters with enemies. Capcom minimized the use of quick-time events in comparison to the original game. Big-time uh, development... big improvement there. Yeah, I think you kind of have to because, like, I mean, QTEs aren't really in vogue anymore. I mean, like, the Yakuza series doesn't really use them as much mm -hmm. anymore as they used to. So, like, it makes sense. It makes sense. Anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, you're fine. Uh, the development team was split into three groups that worked on the three areas, the village, the castle, and the island. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, the team aimed to expand Ashley's characterization and relationship and make the story more horror-focused. The visuals were developed to improve the idea of horror, and the game was developed with the RE engine. Uh, while most of the Japanese voice cast returned from previous Resident Evil games, many English-language roles were recast, which they're, they're kind of just keeping over uh, the the voices they've, they've started with in, like, the 2 remake and the 3 remake and all that sort of stuff. So, like, mm -hmm. Leon's the same as he is in 2, Ada's the same as she is in 2, so all that sort of stuff. Is she? Yes, I think so. I don't think so. Are you sure? I think she's new. Hold on. Let me let me let me check. Continue. Uh all right. Uh as with previous Resident Evil remakes, an additional cast provide likenesses, 3D modeling, and performance capture. Uh, let's talk about gameplay. Gameplay. Uh the team modernized the gameplay in line with the most recent Resident Evil game, Resident Evil Village, and the remakes of Resident Evil 2 and Resident Evil 3. 
To assist in aiming, the original game used a laser sight on each weapon. On each weapon, this was replaced with a reticle. Uh, to appease fans referring the laser, Capcom included it as an attachment early on. As with Resident Evil 2, the knife has limited durability and becomes worn with use, but can be modified. A new addition is the bolt thrower, a crossbow which can be used to stealthily kill enemies. Uh, the Ganados were reworked as more dangerous, forcing the player to use the environment against them, such as igniting flammable objects or barricading doors and windows. Changes to the environments are saved in the game, so return visits to the area will acknowledge the moved or destroyed objects, or sometimes they'll just, like, return to their form even though they're destroyed. <laughs> it's just, like, weird floating buzz. That's so strange when that happened to Very. you. Uh, when grabbed by an enemy, the player can press buttons or use the knife to escape. As the Ganado's signature move is for their Plaga Parasite to rip from their bodies, work was done to incorporate this into gameplay, with them dropping to the floor and convulsing instead of them immediately erupting. This action forces the player to ignore nearby enemies and prioritize killing the downed Ganado, putting themselves at risk. Mm -hmm. It is a different voice actress. She was Jolene Anderson in uh, 2. Oh, that's interesting. Because I played mm -hmm. 2 bat right before this, and I didn't notice a difference at all, so... Interesting. Anyways, here's, here's about Ashley. Uh, Ashley's role in the gameplay was reworked to reflect Capcom's intention for her to remain with Leon because, realistically, she would never want to be left alone in such a dangerous environment. True. In the 2005 game, players could command her to follow them, wait in place, or hide in a dumpster. In the remake, however, Ashley follows Leon either closely, tight, or remotely, loose. Tight formation is used to escape enemies together, while loose formation helps prevent Ashley from being attacked by enemies. The hide command appears in a small part of the game where players can ask Ashley to hide inside the lockers. Uh, to maintain the challenge, Ashley's health bar has been removed and can no longer be boosted with the use of yellow herbs. When Ashley takes severe damage, she falls and must be revived to avoid a game over. A similar idea used in Resident Evil 6. That's right, take ideas from good video games. True. Mm -hmm. uh, like the original game, Ashley can be sent out at times with the player being able to lead her through holes to unlock doors. Unlike the original game, Ashley can descend a ladder on her own rather than force the player to assist her. She learned how to go down ladders. She did, and... Ashley is a big thing that I think we need to talk about when we talk about this this remake. Sure. Um, because she was one of the like main complaints people had with RE4 originally, which I could see some of it, but honestly, I think that people definitely were overblowing like how how bad Ashley was. Um, mm -hmm. Like I don't I don't think she was that terrible. Um, and so everybody, when this was coming out, they're like, oh, how's Ashley gonna be? Blah, 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 blah. Um, Ashley's great in this game. Like, her characterization is so good. Um, I really, really like her, her, like, relationship and banter with Leon. Um, I, I appreciate they gave her a skort. Skort? They gave her a skort. Her, her, her skirt shorts um but i think like one of the cutest things is when you go to like the shooting range with her and she's just like so jazzed to cheer you on it's a, it's adorable i think um, it helps as well that like you know the previous game it was very much like this is an escort mission yeah in terms of the gameplay and everything which was that was very again something that was in vogue at the time mm -hmm. uh, video games in general this game though it doesn't really feel like that like it doesn't feel like you know, you're burdened with, like, oh, I got to escort this character around and all that sort of stuff, and it's going to be a pain in the butt. Whereas, like, in this, it feels more like 
I think with the way they've changed the commands and stuff, that like she's less likely to get like grabbed or damaged mm-hmm. or anything. Um unless you're like getting surrounded by enemies. Right. And in that case, like it's probably going to happen for sure. But it definitely feels less like, oh, this is a boring escort mission, like more like, you know, she kind of just is a part of the gameplay and everything. She feels a lot more like independent and like less helpless in this one too. Mm-hmm. Um, which is great. And, um, you know, she mentioned several times in the gameplay, like, hey, we're a team, right? And like, yeah, we are. We're super duper a team. Because that's something Leon would say. <laughs> um, I was just really proud of her. She's really great. Um, and I, 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 I know somebody who made a tweet that they said that like if somebody doesn't like Ashley now that they just hate women that has nothing to do with Ashley at all. Uh, and I, I kind of inclined to agree with that. <laughs> um, because like basically every complaint that people had with Ashley they changed and like she's just, she's so good now. She's so good. Like I said, I didn't have as many problems with her before, but you know what ifs. Um. Also, a funny thing about Ashley is that now there is the Mousley meme, yeah. <laughs> um, which is fantastic, and I, I I approve of that nonsense. I mean, also they gave her the best uh, alternate costume in the game. The the casual look. Yeah, the emo look. Yeah, yeah, with the chainsaw so on the back. Good. It's so good. God, it's so good. Oh man. I want that chainsaw shirt. I won't even lie to you. It's really funny. What a good what a good goof. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. Yeah. Um uh, yeah, she's she's just really endearing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got some other additions here. It's very brief. Uh, it says, while conducting their replays of the 2005 game for ideas, the developers took notice of the blue medallion mini quest in the village, which was not replicated elsewhere in the game. New mini quests were added to the village, with Leon being reward- rewarded for finding certain items and hunting target enemies to the merchant. And not even just the village, it's throughout the entire game. Yeah, which I think is a good, uh, it's a good addition because it allows you to kind of go outside the box of the realm of like the story and doing other things. Mm-hmm. You want to get a lunker get, bass? You want to get a lunker, you get a lunker. Mm-hmm. Big boy. Big boy. And like that allows you, that gives you the the spinels or spinels, whatever you want to call them. And that that's kind of like the stuff where you can kind of trade in for bonus goods here and there. So like there's a, there's a couple of like bonus weapons you can get. There's bonus uh, attache case uh, you can get that gives you different uh, bonuses if you have it equipped and everything. Uh, there's a couple other weapon attachments and then like treasure maps and all that sort of stuff and then like some goodies in here and there if you need them like you know gunpowder or like treasures you can turn in for cash or all that stuff or like the gold coins you can for the gotcha for the the gotcha for the charms you can put on your attache case and all that sort of stuff so i think the the addition of more mini quests was was definitely something that was a good idea i agree entirely that was fun uh they added in uh, the mercenaries dlc on april the 7th for free, but then they also add in like a bunch of microtransactions for whatever reason, Less which good. is very weird and scummy, especially like doing that after the game's been released and you got all these glowing reviews. Yep. Yeah, it was real a scummy. Little, little suspicious. But speaking mm-hmm. of reviews, 
Uh, it is currently at a 92 out of 100 on the PC, a 93 out of 100 on the PlayStation 5, and a 91 out of 100 on the Xbox Series X and S. Wow. I think it is currently like one of the highest rated games of the year so far. I would imagine. Yeah. Uh, one bad thing, though, apparently the, the new voice out of Ada has been harassed by on social media by players who were unhappy with her performance, which, great. Glad the chuds are out there. Well, and something that's notable about her uh, is that she's the first Asian woman to play Ada. Ah. Um, so, you know, I'm sure that's not accidental. And, like, I admitted to you, like, I didn't love her voice. Like, I felt like she was stiff in a lot of places. But, like, I'm not going to go harass this lady for playing Ada. Yeah. And, like, again, it doesn't feel like an accident that there's an Asian woman who's playing her and she's getting harassed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's kind of a thing that chuds do. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, hey, this game sold a lot of, of copies. What? Uh, more than three million in just the first two days of release. It has now oh. sold over four million in its first two weeks. It is now the fastest-selling Resident Evil game. Uh, in Japan, it was the best-selling retail game in its first week, selling uh, eighty-nine thousand six hundred sixty-two copies on the PlayStation Five and eighty-five thousand three hundred seventy-one on the PlayStation Four. So, I mean, like, look, people like Resident Evil 4 because, you know, mm -hmm. as we've mentioned, they've put it out on everything. Right. And, hey, it turns out people want to play a new updated version of Resident Evil 4. Shocking, I know. Shocking. A license to print money. Uh, <laughs> let's, let's talk about this remake, though. This is a good-looking video game. It's really good-looking. Like, the lighting and stuff just really nice. Uh, they have, like, little... I mean, they have, like, tress effects for hair and stuff. Like, the ray tracing, I think, looks really good. Uh, it's, it's just a nice-looking video game. Oh, man. I forgot about the uh, the, the hair toggle. Yeah, just it's wild, because I haven't... I feel like I haven't seen that since, like, that first Tomb Raider reboot back in, like, 2016 or, like, 2014 or whenever that came out. Oh, my God. So, like, seeing that in there, I was just like, huh... <laughs> I mean, it looks nice. Like, it does, like, the hair physics are really good. And, like, it looks really nice. So I was like, oh, hey, they, they, they did something good here. But, yeah, this is a very good-looking game. It makes Leon so much more blonde than he, like, mm -hmm. normally looks. It gives him a nice sheen. It does give him a nice sheen. Um, yeah, and, you know, it makes everybody's hair, like, shiny and bouncy, which is mm -hmm. wild because, like, some of these people would be very unwashed. Yes. Uh, I guess before we get into my thoughts about this game, because I, you know, I had a different experience playing this game than you did. Mm -hmm. I want to know your thoughts about this game. I want to know your thoughts about this remake because you are a big Resident Evil 4 fan. Yes. So I want to hear what you had to had to what you what you thought about going through this game as you know, you were very scared throughout it because you are a baby. I am baby. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that that's definitely the case. I was scared quite a bit. Um. I think I mentioned this to you when we were um, when we were playing it like through my playthrough. Uh huh. As you mentioned, I love Resident Evil Four. Like it is a top tier video game, and I think that this basically does everything better than the original Resident Evil Four. Um, 
Like it is a it is a really good video game. Uh and I think that going back to the original now would be very difficult. Yeah. Um the only thing I can think of that I I kind of miss I mean besides, you know, the giant statue fight. <laughs> I do miss that ripperoni and pepperoni. Um is that there were the um do you remember how when you were playing Resident Evil 4, you might not remember this, that sometimes the baddies would like call you on your um, like comm device and you would have like conversations with them? It's like similar to how it is in the castle, but like the other everyone else would do it. Right. So like Sadler would call you. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Salazar would call you. They would just kind of like harass you for a minute and like taunt you. And it that was really fun. Uh, I do kind of miss that. Um, but otherwise, like, this was brilliant. Um, you get more time with Luis, which was cool. He's a much more fleshed out character, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I've mentioned Ashley's amazing. Uh, you, you get more with even like Krauser in this. Um, although he talks like a wrestler now and that's pretty funny. Yeah. He, he talks like a <laughs> pro wrestler. <laughs> um, but yeah, I legitimately cannot see myself going back to the original Resident Evil 4 now. Which is saying something. Because mm-hmm. I can't even tell you how many times I've played that game. I am baby, I am scared. But I was baby and was scared playing the original too. So, um, <laughs> I mean, at least you didn't get your head chopped off in this one. No, no, um, that's a pretty famous story with me in Resident Evil Four is that I, I yeah, got I, I, got decapitated and cried. Yeah, <laughs> that never happened think, to me. I think we went over that in the uh, the original podcast, but yeah, uh-huh. that was definitely a thing. Yeah, that that did not happen. I didn't get decapitated. I didn't I didn't die to chainsaw zombie at all. Um. And I mean, I, I, when I first played Resident Evil 4, I was in high school and like, I remember a stick hit my window at one point and I just was like, that, um, that tracks. Yeah. So like, I've always been scaredy baby. Yep. Not unusual. Um, something that I really appreciate in, RE4, the remake. Um, I don't even know how to, like... I, I guess remake is the best way to call it. Because they don't actually call it Resident Evil 4 Remake. They just call it Resident Evil 4. Yeah. Um, I appreciate Ada a lot better in this one, too. Um, Because... In in the original, she's got the whole, like, femme fatale thing going on. And, like, they're all mm-hmm. flirty. Um... With this one, there's a lot more like Leon's mad. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's not like him and Ada are like will they won't they boning type thing here. It's it's him genuinely feeling like mad and upset and betrayed by her, which is completely understandable, and he should. <laughs> um. 
so it felt like that was a lot more realistic. And obviously, people are still like, "Oh, we still got, they still got the hots for her and all that." Which, well, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but I mean, there are several times that like the voice actor really pulls it off that Leon sounds at her. Mm -hmm. It's like okay, cool. But um, you know, they they have her still dress like sexy, but not like, hey. Here's a stereotypical Chinese woman in a in a dress like this. Oh God! Um, She's got her nice, comfy sweater dress. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, you know, if she had the back cut out, then it would be the Virgin Killer, and that would be pretty funny. <laughs> and um, then Leon wouldn't be able to get the job done. <laughs> He'd be like, "Awuga, awuga." Um, but yeah, I, I I don't know how to fully describe to you how much I like this game. Also, you can save the dog. Yes. And the dog is a good boy. They bait and switch you. They do. The dog is a good boy and helps you out. Leon says that he's going to be a Leon pancake to go along with a Jill sandwich. Um, Ashley says that she's the master of unlocking <laughs> at one point. <laughs> yep. Which was good. Um, but yeah, it just, it really balanced, you know, they say that, they say that they were trying to go more horror, but I think that they did a great job balancing, like, the, the B-moviness of mm -hmm. RE4 with the spookiness. Yeah, it's interesting they would say they were going more horror, because I would say, like, this is not a scary game at all. Nah, I mean, like, I, I'm, I'm baby, so I'm scared of everything, but, like, yes, I wouldn't consider this a horror game. Like, I mean, it's very much in the same vein as the original, where it's very action horror. And just, like, horror elements in terms of, like, the design and everything and all that sort of stuff. But, like, there's no jump scares or anything like that here. It's just, like, this is an action game with horror elements involved, like, you know, the original game was. Right. So. Which I think works, especially. Yeah. Um, I feel like I had an interesting path with this game, because before playing this game, I played through the 2 remake for the first time. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, that one's way more survival horror-inspired, obviously, because, you know, that's how the original 2 was and everything. But, like, this game's way more fun than that. Yeah. So much more fun than that. Um, And, like, I had my problems with the original version of this game as well, just, like, because, like, I feel like the controls kind of just hadn't aged well for someone coming to it, you know, many years later. But, like... You know, the gameplay in this is just really, really good. Like, I think all the gunplay is just incredible. Mm -hmm. Like, it feels just really, really good. Uh, I really like the stuff they do with the knife now. Like, I think the parry system is really fun. Like, once you get that stuff down, it's just, like, it's so fun to just, like, parry and then ba -ba, kick them. Oh, in the I'm bad at it. Yeah. Well, yes, but. I forgot that button existed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like that stuff's real cool. Like parrying a chainsaw, really good. I mean, that's just funny. I love it. It's really good. Really good. Um, like it's just it's so fun. Like I mean, I'm on like I've started my third playthrough of this game, which is kind of wild. <laughs> wow, you're already on three. Yeah. I I really I didn't realize you'd start a third one. I I knew you did two, but nice. What are you doing now? Turbo hard I'm mode. No, I'm just playing on the easy one because I just want to chill out. I need, I still need to go get all those treasures in the castle section. So yeah, I gotta do that too, and all the little uh, clocky guys. Yeah, that 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 knife that's uh has no durability. 
very good. Oh. <laughs> very nice to have. Oh. I I plan on replaying it again. Um, yeah. After I get through Cold Steel three again. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, you're on your third playthrough. Wow. You really mm-hmm. do like this game. I yeah, it's real surprising. I I played through it on easy first, just you know get through it, and then I played it on hardcore afterwards, mm-hmm. which it is uh very interesting to see the differences in the the difficulty in that because like the. The Ganados are way more aggressive and hardcore than they are on like easy. Oof. Like they they see you, they're instantly charging for you. Oh no! And you're just like ah. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> Which like I had like new game plus, so I had all my weapons and stuff, but still it was kind of it was still somewhat challenging to do that and everything because like you just have to like be way more up on like your your game in terms of like fending them off because they're just going to be after you immediately and everything so well and even having your guns you would still need to make sure that like ammo is there yeah that that gets very sparse near the end of the game let's say um i forgot to mention something that i should have mentioned about ada because the two of us have decided this is where ada and agent became friends I, I think that is canon. I think that is canon, too. It should be, 100%. Um, because at the end, she's talking to Albert Wesker, who is not DC Douglas, which is a bummer. Just, uh, yeah, that's maybe the biggest disappointment of this entire game. Yeah. I, which, like, I get it, but at the same time, like, DC Douglas is such a good Wesker. Such a good Wesker. Um... But yeah, she's basically like, ah, your idea sucks. Um, we're not doing that. So she like holds a gun to the the helicopter guy's head. And is like, we're we're going somewhere else. And so the two of us have decided that that was agent. And that's when they decided that they are doing their own thing together. Mm-hmm. They are a duo. They are a duo. She just we forgot. See more of it. We will see more of Ada and Agent in Resident Evil Six. <laughs> she just forgot to teach him how to open doors. Look, he he's good at some things. Other things, he's you know he's kind of inept at. He can he can drive a helicopter. That's pretty impressive. He can't get inside it though. He has to have someone open the door for him. Yeah, true. <laughs> Rip. You uh, <laughs> that's pretty I do, funny. I do think that that post credit scene uh, definitely brings up an interesting conversation to have of like. They are clearly setting up for Resident Evil Five in that mm-hmm. because obviously that's just you know that's the next game in the, in the series and everything. But like. Right. Is that a game that really needs to be remade at this point? Because, like, that's, the, you know, the first game they put out on the 360 and everything. And, like, mm-hmm. it's modern enough in terms of its gameplay. Like, I feel like you know, when we, we replayed it, like, it still felt kind of weird. It felt like that weird in-between stage of, like, having the 4 gameplay, but also kind of having elements of, like, what they would do in 6. But, like, it's the weird mishmash of that, and it doesn't really work all that well at times so it's kind of janky mm-hmm. but at the same time like it is the first real like modern resident evil game that they had put out and like do you really need to remake that when it also it is on basically every system imaginable as well so if you want to play it you can and for cheap um yeah yeah i mean there are things you could do a lot better about five sure a hundred percent but at the same time Code Veronica's right there and needs yeah. that way worse than five. Yeah, that that's the big glaring thing of like, man, Code Veronica need desperately needs a remake at some point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean like five is still a a passable game. You can play it. It's it's fine. 
Code Veronica is rough to play now. Yeah. So I could uh I could see that happening, but yeah, they were definitely setting up some some five stuff, which like you said makes sense because five is literally the game that comes yeah. after four. But yeah, I think the, the Code Veronica is the one that needs to be remade next. I would be very curious to see if they would like eventually go back and re remake like one, or if like they would do a remake of zero at some point, mm. just to like put all those games in the same engine to allow you to play like you know all those those first however four games now four or five games in the series and like have them just look the same and everything. Um, you realize, though, if they remake one in this engine, there's a part that I will not be able to play. Well, yeah, of course. Like, I will either have to have you take over and you get through it, or I'll have to have you play the whole thing and me just look away for that part. I mean, there's also parts in one that I would be, like, not happy to play either, so... You know what? We'll just play together and I'll take over the spider parts, you take over the shark <laughs> parts. Win-win, right? Yeah, I mean, hey, they they took the spider parts out of three, so yeah. Who knows? But yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting to see what they want to do next with Resident Evil, in terms of like you know their remake division and what they're going to do with like a new game potentially and all that. Yeah, sort of stuff. nine. So like, there's definitely some very interesting avenues that they could go from here, but it's kind of up in the air because mm -hmm. there's really no indication of where they're going next. Yeah, I mean, we we kind of had a, an idea that four was coming because, like, it's it was kind of like a well known, not super secret thing, and it's the most popular Resident Evil game. That too. Um, but after that, like, where where do they go from here? And yeah, um, I don't know. But if they keep up the quality, then I'll play whatever they throw out there. Yeah. Because this was a fun video game. Mm -hmm. Also, they kept our boy the merchant as a really good character. Yes. Now he just, you know, his back hurts. He's an old man. <laughs> I'm an old man. Um, he he sets up the cute little shooting gallery for you, where he cuts out all these little sailors and pirates. <laughs> yep. Um, makes you do gotcha. He does make you do gotcha. Yeah. You got some really good ones by the end there. I did, yes. That's pretty impressed. Uh, there's also some real fun like speed strats in this game that like are just oh yeah, yeah yeah by default. I have seen some stuff like that. Apparently, people are doing that's like you know some like the more wild stuff. Like there's a there's a way I guess you can just like clip through doors now. Oh god. And do stuff like that, but like there's some stuff in the game that like they just threw in there as like you know stuff you could just do intentionally. Like mm -hmm. obviously, there's the thing at, like in the very beginning of the game where you can shoot the bell from way away and mm -hmm. just immediately in the village section altogether. That's so cool. Um, There's like speed strats in the Ashley section where you can just like cut through a bunch of stuff and like avoid a lot of the like library section and all that sort of stuff. I miss the uh, treasure. You can do a quick version of the, the wrecking ball stuff. We just like toss grenades at that wall and then she just bonks it once and you're like, all right, we're through. We're done. Yay. So like there's it's interesting how much of like like it's very like intentional like we put this in here so you could do it yeah to get through these parts faster and I think that's really cool because like 
it definitely leads you to some like interesting strategies and everything. It's going to be like really fun. I think to watch like speed runs of this game, just to see how, like how wild and out of control it gets <laughs> in terms of how fast people are doing this and like what kind of weird tricks they're able to find and able to use that are like either unintentional or things that like the developers clearly put in there for you to do. That will be super fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, like the one big one I think is like, when you're going up the clock tower with the the little Lord Boy statue, like you can just blow that thing up immediately. Because if so you look, cool. look, if you just look behind the head, there's the bombs in it, and you just shoot it, boom, it's gone, and you don't have to deal with it the entire time you're going up. Why would you put bombs in your statue's head? <sighs> look, our little I mean, Lord Boy isn't the smartest. This is also the same guy who dies to an egg. So true. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a really funny thing that you could just throw a golden egg yeah. at him and he's like, Ow, no, my win weaknesses. Yes. Uh, oh, and the throne is still there. Yes, you do get to sit on the throne, which we, we missed out on your first playthrough. Because mm -hmm. we just didn't... We went there, but we just didn't sit on the throne for whatever reason. We didn't try it. We didn't think about um, it, I guess. Yeah. but We're like too I went back there, eggs. I think on my second playthrough, and I, I sat down there and I was like... <gasps> We can do it. <laughs> we can do it. It's we here. Do and it, it does. It, it does the cutscene that's from the original. Like it, it. Like it has him sit there. It pulls out. Yeah. Does the pose. Yep. I was like, Bravo, Bravo. And I think it even like the text is the same, right? About like no time to rest. I think so. Something like that. Yeah. It's. I was just like, Yes, that's that's what I wanted. That's, that's what exactly I wanted. Exactly what I wanted. That's exactly what I wanted. It's perfect. Ugh. Perfect. No notes. Especially when you have stupid outfits on, it's even better. Mm-hmm. Um, which is another thing that this game does really well is the outfits are so stupid. I love it. Yeah. And there's also a bunch of like weird accessories you can get for the characters. Like cat ears. Yes, you can get cat ears for, for Leon. <laughs> yep. Uh, I'll never get like... those because it requires difficulties that I can't do. Yeah, especially because like, they're like either do it on professional or like get the S plus ranking, which is just, like mm -hmm. you got to halt the game right i'm just like i don't really care enough to do that i got the armor for ashley i'm good <laughs> i i would like to have the armor for ashley honestly um like i'm not getting the tommy gun or anything like that probably so but i got like weird i got weird accessories for leon like a a knitted hat and a fur hat and i could put like an armor helmet on him or give him an eye patch oh my god or give him like five sets of glasses so I think that's all okay. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> um, and because it's me, they made fishing an actual sort of mechanic in this game this time. Uh-huh. Like, in the original, it was kind of an accident. Yeah. That, like, you had infinite harpoons, and you could go back and just harpoon the fish that were there as bait for you to shoot into the lake and get eaten by the monster, which I'm glad they kept that cutscene in. Um, but now it's an actual thing. Like, you can aim with the harpoons and get the fish, and, like, you can catch the lunker bass as a mission. But there's only, what, like, 12 fish in the whole thing, and you have to, like, reset every time? <laughs> yeah, there are 12 fish in the lake, including the lunker bass. Um, so, yeah, if you're actually trying to, you know, do a one-hour stream on fishing in Resident Evil 4, you kind of have to keep resetting. There is another place you could you can technically do fishing in that game. 
Um, isn't the there's like a fishing farm, a fish farm? No. No. There's a place in the castle. What? Um, I think it's right before you go to the courtyard. There's like a little fountain area or something like right near where there's a, a merchant stand. Uh-huh. But if you go in that fountain, there's just like fish swimming about and you can knife them. So it's kind of similar to what you would do in like RE8. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. But yeah. Oh, no. A, oh, no. There's a there's a little spot you can catch like four fish. <laughs> do you know how many times I'd have to reload if I did that? Oh, yes, I know. But I was saying, like, there is a secondary uh, fishing spot, I guess, if you want to call it that. No, that's really funny. That's really funny. Amazing. <sighs> but there is also, like, a fish farm. I yes. Haven't, I haven't messed around with it too much. I need to replay it at some point, but. I mean, you got you got some time before uh, for Zelda comes out, so. Yeah. Sometime. Oh, boy. Man, this, game's, this game's good. This game's really good. This game's real good. Really good. Man. Good video game good. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad you like Resident Evil 4 now. I mean, I I, enjoy, I liked it before. I just didn't, like, think it aged well. Yeah. Like, it wasn't something I would go back and replay, per se. But, like, this, obviously, I've already done that, so... <laughs> um. A little bit different. I think one of the funniest things that's come out of this game is that at one point, I got a text message from a friend and um it, it it was like i think seven in the morning or something stupid like that and he's like why is everybody in this game so hot i'm like okay it's like louise is stupid hot leon's stupid hot it's like bro it's seven in the morning <laughs> what are you doing look it's sweltering in the village they're all they're all just overheated. I mean, not wrong though. Everybody is kind of hot. Luis's new they jacket, all, pretty legit. They all got swamp. Uh, yeah, they probably do. I I also um I feel bad because I killed Luis because when I was playing my playthrough, I was like, wow, he's lived a lot longer than he did in the original game, and then he immediately, and immediately got stabbed. Killed <laughs> him. That was just the perfect timing. I was just so shocked because it's like, wow, he's lived for a long time. He did not live this long in the original game. Oh, no. Yoink. <laughs> oh, I killed Louise. You done goofed. I know. And then we didn't even get to steal his lighter. No, that's his. It's his lighter. What timing? I know. I can't believe I did that to him. Oh, man. Man, oh, man. Man, oh, man. Man, oh, man. Yeah, we got we got the camp. We got some good gameplay. We got mm -hmm. some we got some good interactions with characters. Mm-hmm. I was scared a lot. I was scared a lot. I'm, I'm baby. Mm -hmm. Which was probably funny for you to watch, but also frustrating for you to watch at times. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Leon. You got to see. You got to watch me play a little bit and be like, "What the? <laughs> why is this so different? Why is it so different? It was very different." Um, because you got to see some of my speech strats, and you were just like, "What is happening?" Yeah, it was it was it was intense. Um, 
one other thing. Oh God, my voice cracked. Um, one other thing that I wanted to um, say was really, really good in this is that they really emphasize in this, like, Leon is not in this position of his own will. Like, he did not choose to be a federal agent. He didn't choose the federal agent life. The federal agent life chose him. Yeah, or else Sherry gets it. Um, I mean, I think they kind of make it so that he he's... Um, my dude's just depressed. You can tell. He's struggling. He's having he's, a bad time. He's just time. a couple of years away from drinking in a bar with, with Chris. And then uh, getting the bar shot up and a guy killed. Yep. Yeah. It's true. Um, but yeah, so like you have that like deeper characterization of Leon there. And I, I've joked before that like I think him doing the like action hero lines and stuff is kind of like his his coping mechanism, um, to to deal with his like crippling depression from everything he's had to deal with. But I also don't think that I'm really wrong on that. <laughs> like it makes total sense that this dude's just going through some. Shit and he's like, you know what? The only way to make this better is just to be an action hero. Mm-hmm. So Leon's depressed. Um, he's, he's great. This game's great. I can't believe they're mods replicating the Leon Tramp stamp. That and also putting a My Chemical Romance shirt on Ashley. Oh my god, I love that. That's so funny. It's real good! It's real good! I, I, I want one that, like, it puts an AFI shirt on her. That'd be pretty good, too. Uh, yeah, you're not wrong. Oh, man. I want oh, that man. chainsaw shirt, though. That chainsaw shirt rules. Oh, boy. Yep. Anyways, Resident Evil 4 Remake. It's very good. Very good. Very, very, very good. good. <laughs> Definitely Game of the Year contender. Yeah. And uh, that's going to do it for this week's podcast. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So if you'd like more from us, head on over to SeasonalNMACheckup.com or SAC.cool where you can find past episodes of this podcast and other podcasts. Like, see, like Jared and I watch, that's the podcast. And you also find columns <laughs> and reviews on the site as well. If you'd like more from Anladium, go to anladium.com. She's got columns and reviews. You can follow us on Twitter and TikTok at Anime Checkup. You can buy our books, One Shiny Moment, a critical analysis of Love Life, Sunshine, and Hot Tubs and Pac-Man on Amazon.com. And you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash SACOVA. Buy us a slice of pizza, get access to unedited versions of the podcast early, and a whole wealth of bonus content as well. Mm-hmm. Next week, it's time for us to make a return to another beloved series on this podcast, and that's the Trail series. Yes. As we gotta we gotta wind out the crossbell arc of games. Yeah. With Trails to Azure. I'm so excited. See how that all wraps up. Yeah. See what happens with Lloyd and the gang. Yeah. We'll talk about all of that next week. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs>